In this daily COVID-19 episode, the latest travel headlines from around the world, the newest hashtag Phil, and the travel writer happy to be in self-isolation. Welcome to the World Nomads podcast, delivered by World Nomads, the travel lifestyle and insurance brand. It's not your usual travel podcast. It's everything for the adventurous independent traveler. Hi, it's Kim and Phil with you. And with the COVID-19 pandemic affecting travel and the travel industry, the World Nomads Travel Podcast is mixing things up. We're putting on hold our destination episodes and we're using the time to give you a daily roundup of all the major coronavirus-related travel headlines. And look, and for Australia today, some major news with our national airline Qantas grounding all international flights and standing down two-thirds of their employees. That's about 20,000 people. While uh, the island state of, here it comes, Kim, Tasmania. (laughs) My hometown, my home state. (laughs) Mate, you're not going home for a while because they've shut the borders. They're imposing fines of over 16,000 Aussie dollars. That's about 9,000 US for breaching a 14-day self-isolation quarantine when you arrive on the Apple Isle. Now, before we get to other travel news and the travel writer happy to be in self-isolation. Let's hear from Sean. Now, the Australian government's decision to enact a stage four travel ban, we've never had this before, forced him to cancel his trip to the UK. I mean, we were already, um, just because I think, it, you know, we we're trying to be um, conscious of, of the, all the ramifications of it, but the, today's decision would, would have cemented it if it hadn't already. Uh, and so we, we, my wife and I had a trip to the United Kingdom planned. Uh, we were going to leave in about about three weeks from now. Uh, we're going to go there for three weeks. We're not going anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. So what was the reaction to that? You know, normally if you would have to cancel an overseas holiday, it would be quite devastating. I'm getting the sense that most people are sort of accepting, well, that's what it is. I, 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 th- I think that's true. And I think that my, I mean, my guess, I mean, certainly on my part, um, but I, know, I would guess it's the same for other people, is that you, you, you get a sense of the, of the gravity of the larger situation. And so we obviously, we, we didn't know until pretty much today that whether what, what the situation was going to be in terms of us being able to get a refund on our flights. Um, and but, but even with that, I had a bit of perspective in that I thought, I mean, so we ha- so we have been able to get a refund, a, a full refund. Um, uh, but even with that, I would thought, well, you know, our, ours is just one story. Um, there is a lot of this going on. Um, obviously, the airlines are being affected. You know, the hospitality industry is being affected, and so definitely, I've taken it in my stride. Like, I, I de- definitely, and you know, I'm disappointed that we're not going. But the world is 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 uh, you know a much bigger place than 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 just me, and I. Um, I've realised that you know there's a lot of more, lot more danger in the world, and a lot more, a lot more people that are in a, a lot worse situation. So, um, yeah, I, I've definitely taken it in my stride. How have you coped with your accommodation? What, what's your um, plan there? Yeah, so it's been actually a bit tricky with the accommodation because we were going on a road trip, and so we actually were staying at ten different places, which we'd already booked. Um, and, and arranged everything for them um, by the you know like months ago. Most of them were little B and Bs, like little guest houses around um, the country towns of, of England and Wales and Scotland. And so, um, whereas with the with the airlines, I mean, I obviously I wanted to get uh, tickets back because they're obviously very expensive. Plus, also, I guess I guess I'm figuring that the airlines, as much as they're going to get hurt, they're also going to be compensated to some extent by the 
the government and sort of stimulus packages. But I did really think, you know, with the, with these B&Bs, I mean, they're small businesses, they're going to get hurt by this a lot. And so my thinking was, and what, what I've actually done today is approached them all and basically said, well, actually, instead of asking for a refund, what if we just move the dates? Um, I mean, that's not completely based on altruism on my part. Like I, I did it also to some extent through, you know, my own serving my own uh, needs because we would like to eventually go back on the holiday. Um, but I kind of thought that was a bit of a symbiosis that we had where, where we, we, we wanted to help these guys give them as much business as we can. And so my suggestion to all of them was we actually don't want to cancel, so to speak. We actually just want to move the dates to six months from now or whatever it may be. And so, and you know, that means, and in fact, it's funny because in their response, and I mean, it was very much a, a boilerplate sort of pro forma response, but in the, in the uh, signature of their email, uh, it actually said something along the lines of uh, don't cancel, change the date or something like that, uh, basically suggesting that what to do what what we actually had had done, um, and it made me really realise at that point that really it's really in our, both of our interests to do that. And what about your annual leave? Will you still take it or continue to work? Uh, I know we're, I'm going to continue to work um, because we do want to take the trip. So so for that reason, I wanted to um, go back to work and keep the leave up my sleeve. I love that hashtag. Keep your leave up your sleeve. That's got a trend, isn't it? Yeah, I'm using it. There's now a Google Chrome extension called Netflix Party that allows friends to enjoy movie nights together while practising good quarantine and social distancing habits. Uh, look, the, the hits keep on coming. There are a number of countries which are closing its borders. Bolivia is, is one of them. All 50 states in the US now have confirmed cases of the virus. And Washington State is setting up a hospital for coronavirus patients at a soccer field. Well, let's get to Cassie. She left behind a cushy job as a travel agent to begin a new chapter of her life as a full-time travel writer and digital nomad. And she has, Phil, had a crazy 36 hours. I've been in Australia for the last year on a working holiday. But uh, my visa ran out. And I, I'm, I'm normally a traveller. I'm a full-time nomad. I've been living on the road for the last six and a bit years. But um, I don't really want to go back to England. I don't have a life there um, right now, even though it's where my family and stuff are. So Australia is home to me at the moment. So instead of traveling, I wanted to come back. But in order to come back, I needed to leave. So I had to fly to Bali. And I was originally planning on going for a month. And then I've been avidly following the news since day one. Um, so I changed my flight. So I was only going for five days instead. So I got there. I walked through the airport. The flight was half empty, but Australia had just put in those two-week quarantine restrictions. So I was kind of expecting that. But um, I got there, everything was normal, everything was fine. I was like, oh, this is great. Just in my taxi back from the airport, like, okay, breathe, you're back in the tropics. This is a great place to be. And then within 12 hours, they'd announced that Indonesia was going to be closing its borders for visa on arrival as of the 20th. Yeah, Australia had issued a, a statement asking all of its citizens to consider returning home and avoid non-essential travel. So because I was a tourist, I was like, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, I've got to get back right now because I'm not an Australian resident. There's no way that I would kind of be repatriated here if anything happened. So I was sitting in a restaurant and my friend was like, book a flight right now. Just get back to Australia, whatever you have to do. So I just booked myself a brand new flight. Well, then my car didn't work, so I had to get my friend to do it. 
he did it for me. And I was like racing back across the island on my scooter in the dark, trying to get back to my accommodation so I could pack up and make my way to the airport. And then I got back and I checked the flight that he'd booked for me and he'd spelled my name wrong. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this couldn't get much worse right now. But uh, yeah, so luckily I woke him up. I just called him a bunch of times until he woke up and was like, change my name. And then I got to the airport really early just in case anything kind of went down and there were a bunch of people sleeping there it was the most busy i've seen the airport at night but luckily a lot of places in bali airport stay open all night so that was good and uh yeah then i was first on the queue to get out in the morning and straight through immigration and i was a bit worried about whether they'd let me in as a tourist and everything but actually it was a total breeze and um and then my friend picked me up from the airport and I disinfected his car afterwards and and now I'm settling in for two weeks of quarantine in my house. So How do you plan to spend your two weeks? So I have a lot of photographs from the last sort of six years on the road that I've never really had the time to sit and go through. So I think this is kind of the time, the perfect time that I've been waiting for to but it's funny because like I said, I've been a nomad for, for the last six years and traveling has been my entire life. And it's the one time in my life that I don't want to travel. And I'm really happy to just be in one place, not planning the next trip, not thinking about where I'm going or anything, just kind of reflecting on all of the adventures that I've had. And my friend, um, he dropped his dog over this morning. So I have some company to kind of keep me a bit sane because obviously, <laughs> The last few hours have been, the last few days have been quite crazy. So he's like, I'm just going to leave my dog so you don't get a little bit too, uh, too stir crazy. So oh. that was nice. Well, it sounds like you've got the next couple of weeks sorted. <laughs> it's funny. I'm kind of looking forward to this. Um, just kind of self-imposed exile to relax a little bit and de-stress and plan the next, like, I don't know, a few months, years of my life. I feel like everything's kind of on the on the brink of big change, especially within the travel industry. I have a lot of friends who work as um, travel agents and um, lots of people have been losing their jobs, flight attendants and all sorts of things. So I'm kind of worried about what, what's going to happen to a lot of my friends. So I have to sort of maybe rethink my career as a, as a travel writer and so I don't know. No. So think about diversifying. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who are stuck in different places all over the world right now and most people don't want to be there. They want to be back home or they're being very conscious and very aware of where they are and who they're surrounding themselves by and sort of exiling themselves in their hotels and stuff. So I have a huge network of people all over the world and right now I'm connecting with all of them and I have the time and space to be able to. Um, that makes me so happy. There is always a silver lining and Cassie is hooking me up with a lot of her travel friends to share their stories seriously over the next few weeks. Some of the stories you're going to hear are jaw-dropping as we're forced to slow down with the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, look, and we want to hear your story too. Share the news with us at podcast at worldnomads.com. Good ones, bad ones. We're going to try and keep this light and shade as well. It's not all doom and gloom. Let's join together as a good travel community and talk about what we're doing. See ya. The World Nomads Podcast. Explore your boundaries.